Thank you, Jenny. What a beautiful song. You know that Ginny has been singing this song ever since I can remember, right? And she sings it the first Sunday of every year when we start a new year. And she said, Adol, I sing it for you. And I love this song so much that it touches me. And may the Lord touch our hearts to love the Lord, not just the same, but even better, even better. So let's continue loving him. That's a beautiful song. Thank you, Jenny, again. She's coming. Today is the first Sunday of... Oh, you're not with me. Okay, let's wake up a little bit. Come on. Today is the first Sunday of... 2023. Thank you very much. May God bless you. And it so happens that I always preach on during uh, or on uh, the first Sunday. And we pray that the Lord uses the word I am going to speak about for our own good, for the church's own good. And I hope with all my heart that we will follow the few words I want to talk to you about. So let's open our Bibles uh, to, to the book of Exodus. Book of Exodus, chapter 33. Chapter 33. I want to start, I want to read verse 11 before 12, verse 11. It's God and Moses. Now, verse 11 says, thus the Lord used to speak to Moses face to face, just as a man speaks to his friend. When Moses returned to the camp, his servant Joshua, the son of Nun, a young man would not depart from the tent. I want to stop for a second here and imagine with me figured this out, that God was talking, talking to Moses like a man talking to his friend. Moses was the friend of God. And the, can you imagine Moses talking to God and, you know, please do this for me. Like you talk to a friend like a friend, and these are the words of God. And imagine that God is your friend and you walk together or sitting together, please do this for me. Say, okay, I will do it. When I meditated on this, 
I said, what a man, what a blessed man was Moses. God talking to him. And may the Lord bring us closer to God. Moses is a man like us, was a man like us. But God blessed him with his presence. And may the Lord bless each and every household here with his presence. Now, verse 12. Then Moses said to the Lord, See, thou dost say to me, Bring up this people. Now it's, go, it's going, do me this favor. And Moses is talking to God, says, I want to ask you to do me a favor, okay? Says, thou dost say to me, bring up this people, but thou thyself hast not let me know whom thou wilt send with me. Moreover, thou hast said, I have known you by name, and you have also found favor in my sight. Now, therefore, I pray thee, if I have found favor in thy sight, let me know thy ways, that I may know thee so that I may find favor in thy sight. Consider, too, that this nation is your people. Then he said to him, If your presence does not go with us, do not lead us up from here. If your presence does not go with us, do not lead us up from here. For how then can it be known that I have found favor in your sight, I and your people? Is it not by going with us so that we, I and your people, may be distinguished from all other people who are upon the face of this earth. What boldness! Truly, God was a friend of Moses. Truly. And Moses had the liberty to talk to him. And the Lord was talking to him, and Moses asked a question, a very important question, he says. You didn't tell me we are going to leave and go to the promised land. We are sitting in this mountain. We have been there for quite some time. But would you please tell me who's going to go and lead us out of here? Who's going to go with us? The Lord loved Moses so much, and he knew what he needs. There are about maybe two million people. Some guess one million and a half, two million, whatever, even three million. He said, this is your people, a challenge. 
This is your people. How are you going to get us out of here to go to the promised land? And the Lord said, my presence shall go with you and I will give you success. It says, I'll give you rest. In many other translations, I will give you success. They succeeded. As we stand as a church, at the threshold of this new year, our minds ponder on what kind of a year it's going to be. We don't know. It's been eight days so far, including today. It's been eight days, and I hope it's been good with each and every one of us. And I pray the rest of the year will be a blessed year with each and every one. What kind of a year? This is the question. What kind of a year it's going to be? What the days ahead have for us? What kind of destiny awaits us? Is it going to be a good year or a bad one? Success or failure? Prosperity or adversity? We need directions, Lord, on what to do and how to move ahead on this path that we know nothing about. We have not experienced. We don't have any experience about it. This is why when Moses looked, he couldn't, he couldn't tell. I mean, I'm going to a foreign land. I know nothing about it. I was called and so far I obeyed the Lord and I have a multitude of people. I want to get them there. I know nothing. I don't know the way. And you know, we are today in the same predicament. We don't know the way of 2023. We have no idea what's going to happen. But one thing, let us invite the Lord into our life and tell him we are going to go one step further without having you as our guide. Are you agreeing with that? I'm not going to move. And here's a friendship that was so close between Moses and God. He said, you know one thing? God, I said, yeah, I said, whatever you have. I can imagine they were talking like this with all the respect in the world by Moses. I, I want to ask you, uh, you tell me move. I'm not moving. I'm not going there without your going with us. I'm not going without your presence. Just plain and simple. And when God saw that, she said, you know what, Moses? I'm going to go with you. I am going to go with you. You deserve, you deserve this. 
and I'm not going to leave you alone to guide, to guide these people, or the, the people there, those, no matter who they are, what they are, no matter, I am, my presence shall be with you. Moses rested in that. He rested. He said, on top of that, I will give you success. I will give you rest, the rest you have been dreaming of. I'm with you. And before I get, go any further here, I would like to suggest to you that we should not take any footstep forward. We should not do anything, whether you are a businessman, a businesswoman, a school teacher, a, a student, wherever who you are, do not take a step further without having God as your guide. Stop for a moment and let us not haste to say, I will do that, I will build this, I'm going to do that. It's good for us to plan, but get the plan and put it before God himself and tell him, Lord, you execute the plan and I will follow. This is my message to you, to do, to you today. It's not a long message but a message that challenged me at home while studying. And I said, may this message challenge each and every one of us. I will not go without your presence. I'm not going. I have a project I'm going to take. I will not go it. Go there before you guide me, Lord. I will not do it. I even will not take a footstep. And you know, when we get closer to God, and when we have something, uh, say, a, an operation at, at the hospital, a surgery, or taking someone to the house, I said, Lord, we start praying. May your hand be before mine. May you guide me in this and so on. I wish we can do that in every project that we have, everything that we need to do, everything that, every footstep you want to take, do not take this footstep unless God is your guide. This is a long year, especially now. 365 less 8, what do we, 357, something like that. Oh, it's, it's a long journey. And without him, it's going to be a very long journey. Long, long. But with Christ as our guide, it's going to be a good journey. Regardless, a good journey. Moses, the man of God, faced a challenge at Mount Sinai, where he was. 
He knew that he needed to move, but not on his own. He's a man of God. God was his friend. He's been his friend for, since a long time. Before they left Egypt. He needed God's guidance. He came up with this conclusion. He told the Lord, if your presence does not go with us, there is no need for us to move from here. Do you think Moses meant it? Do you think in your heart Moses meant it? I believe so. When and Moses was committed to that. God knows the heart. When we take a stand and present it to the Lord, the Lord knows whether you are committed to this stand or not. He was completely committed. He knew. I mean, he's not going to go. He's going to stay here. He challenged the Lord. He said, you know that? I'm not moving. Are you serious, Moses? More than serious. More than serious. That reminds me. And this is, I mean, this different than when I thought. That reminds me. Daniel, are you serious? We're not going to be... We're not going to partake of anything, any food from the, from the king. Not his kitchen, nor anything. If you will, please make us a special diet. What's this diet? Vegetables. Hey, the man after my own heart. We'll eat vegetables. And, and was he serious? Was he serious? Do you think he meant it? Was he committed? He was committed even when people were against him in the kingdom because he was a man of God and God elevated him. They schemed against him. They schemed. They challenged him, but he did not move. Why? Because I am committed. To where I stand, I stand with my God. God saw that. I resolved. Do you have any resolution you have taken? There's nothing wrong if we are committed to it and if it honors God. Do you have? I resolved. He made, he made a resolution. I resolved. Not to partake and not to defile myself and these three Hebrews. Not, this is not my message about it. I, I resolve a commitment. A commitment. And the commitment took him all the way to the lion's den. He wasn't joking. You want to commit it? Commit yourself to me? You either continue and execute this commitment no, no matter what. 
and today at the beginning of this new year. You have resolved maybe, you have resolved in your heart to do something, to honor God, to be a different man, a different woman. Okay, are you committed to that? If it is God's will, are you committed to that? He was called, hey Daniel, you're gonna go to the lion's den. But I know I'm committed. You know how he showed he was committed? He went to his room, opened his windows, and prayed three times a day, as usual, as if nothing is going to happen. Are we ready? God is with us. God will be with us if we are committed in our resolutions and continue to be God's people. God saw that. What happened? He promised, he promised Moses, and I will give you success. God saw that Daniel is going to be taken to the lion's den. God came down. <coughs> and you know what he did? He said, let's go together to the lion's den. That's enough. Let's go together. My presence will be more than enough. And what happened, you know the story. The lions could not open their, their jaws because God was there with him. And when we take a stand, and when we take resolve, I want to be at church. I want to come and honor God every time we open these doors. You know what's going to happen? God is going to honor you. He will honor you in every way. I will give you success. Church, there is no success without a commitment to God. There is no, you want God to be with you. He wants to see your heart, that your heart is not resolved. We can break resolutions. His heart is committed to the resolution you have made. We need to ask God personally. Come, go with me. And we can obtain his presence continually if we are sincere and committed. You know what the Bible says about this man who went to the lion's den, Daniel? He made up his mind, and no one can change it. He made up his mind. It depends. You make up your mind about being committed to a cause and the cause of Christ. You make up your mind to honor Christ in your life. Guess what? The Lord's presence will continue to be with you, and he will give you success. Enough. I think enough.
being a 50-50 Christian. Enough. We ask God to be with us. But we go, go around living a life of mediocrity. God does not honor this. Neither Moses, nor Daniel, nor the men of God. They had their failures. They had their weaknesses. But they were committed to the cause of Christ. Are we committed? Are we? You want God to bless your work? You want God to bless your home? You want God to bless your wife and your children? Okay. Just at least make a commitment to honor him in every way in your life. God is looking for men and women to honor him. And once you honor him, I will give you, Moses, success because my presence is there. Let me tell you one thing. Do you believe that God's presence was in the lion's den? I do. Why? Because God said, I will be, let's go together. I will be with you. Do you believe that God was with these people, three Hebrews, when they threw them in the fire? And they looked, they looked. It says they saw four, not three. And the king said, didn't we throw in there three? Well, now there are four. Who was the fourth person? And the Bible says he looked like. Amen. Like God himself. Do you believe he goes? Say, say protect me from trouble. He says, I'll protect you. I will let you go through this trouble, but I will be with you. And more than that, if you go, you think you go alone, I will follow you to give you strength so you can succeed. He promised that. So, in Isaiah chapter 45, verse 2, he says, I will go before you. And make the rough places smooth. I paved the way before you. Even you are, if you're in trouble, even if you experience difficulties, you say, how am I going to go? He says, I'll pave the way. You are committed to God. Life is getting, we agree all together, life is getting difficult, especially in our day and age. And we are seeing people drifting from God, from the Lord, 
from life, from religion. I read a report. People are not as religious as they were 10 years ago. Oh, is that news to you? No. It's going to be this way. These are statistics I was reading. But one thing, the more the world goes astray from God, the closest we should be close to God. I will be with you, my presence. I want to tell you, do you think they succeeded and entered the promised land? This is not, this is not a test. You know, we know it's written, they went there. They succeeded, they conquered the people who were there. They took the promised land and God there gave them great success. Why? Because God promised, I will be with you. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. And this is my message today to you. If we are committed, we can ask God to be with us, to bless us but we should live committed to God, committed to our call. He called you. He called you to be a Christian, a child of God. And then he called you to be a member of this church. And he called you to continue, support the cause, support him. And if you are down in your heart, that's what? I will give you success. That's the good news I have for you today. Just get closer to him. May this new year will be a blessed year for each and every one. Let's get closer to God, honor God, serve God. And as long as you serve him, he will never leave you nor forsake you. Amen. Let's do it. And then you will have a happy new year. Amen. May God bless you. Let's pray. Lord, may some of us may be making a resolution, a promise. Help us, Lord, to be committed to whatever you allow us to be. Help us, Lord, to be sincere and honest in our promises, in our commitment. Help each and every one, Lord, to execute that through the Holy Spirit. And know very well that you will give us rest. You will give us success. You will be with us. May your presence Guide us all the time, and may your directions, may your way be our way, and help us to honor you in everything we do. Bless each and every family, and we pray, Lord, that you help us to obey you in everything. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen.